0: you're listening to castle speak this is a podcast created by teen youth in the castle square neighborhood of boston massachusetts this is season two of castle speak and in this season we'll be focusing on a topic power throughout this podcast we'll be hearing from different teens and their thoughts on power so sit still and listen to this rad conversation
1: the statements made in this episode only reflect the perspectives of those individuals present in this podcast and do not reflect csto as a organization
2: this is Kelly from CSTO, and in this episode four of season two of Castle Speaks, is a live recording of the Perspective of Power panel at our Winter Art Show. Teens from Away, Iba, and Castle Square Tenants Organization shared a table discussion in front of a live audience about their power stories and experiences with power. The ideas in this recording only reflect the views of those participating in the discussion and does not reflect any of the organizations mentioned as a whole. Thanks for listening.
3: Perspectives of Power is a youth-created art show that highlights exactly just that, our perspectives of how power has shaped our lives. 2016 has been an extremely intense and hectic year, from the 2016 presidential election to our own academic school years. Power has affected us greatly. Not, not only did you hear the perspectives of CSTO teen interns, but also that of youth from IBA and the A-Way SLAM team. We have all came together to have our voices heard and to tell a shared story of youth voices. All right guys, thank you for listening to our podcast. Now we will be hosting a panel discussion, which will be uh, faculty by three team program interns. Please welcome Angela. A senior, Angela is a senior at BLA that has been working at the team program for one and a half years. Uh, please welcome Cheyenne Chen. Cheyenne is a senior at BLA, and has also been working at the team program for a year. Well, And last but not least, Cheng Lin, who is a sophomore at BLA and has been working at the team program for six months. Please give a warm welcome to our panel discussion and faculties and please introduce the panel topic, guys. Thank you.
4: Hello, OK. <laughs> um, so I want to thank you all for coming today. And today, we will now have a discussion with um, other youth artists about how power affects them. Um, we have been discussing this topic at our team program for many months. And personally, it's made me realize how important the idea of power is is in our society. And we wanted to have a discussion with other youth artists around our community because we wanted to listen to other opinions and let them have a chance to voice their opinions too. So Cheyenne will now introduce our panelists. So without further ado. Um,
1: Hi, I'm Cheyenne, and today we have Angela, we have Amanda, we have Jennifer, We have Kayana and DJ, I'm sorry. And we have Eugene. Um, So
4: okay. Um, So before we start, we're just gonna do a little icebreaker. So Cheyenne will be starting that right now.
1: So um, our icebreaker is, if your teacher said you did not have to do homework for the rest of the year, but you would have to let no one know and make everyone else do the homework, would you take the opportunity to make yourself live an easy breeze or do your homework. Um, please raise your hand if you want to answer question.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Wait, so absolutely
5: what? I would I would take that opportunity. I would not even think twice about it. Hey, I would take opportunity, I would not even think twice about it. Oh, oh, okay, good <laughs> look, well. okay. Okay. Uh, no, that's pretty much it. That's all I had to say about it, though.
6: I would do my own homework because I feel as if if I made other people do it, it wouldn't be like fair. One and two, I wouldn't be learning anything if I had other people do my homework for me. Mm-hmm.
4: Jennifer, do G- oh, yeah. <laughs> um.
2: Okay, I know this is bad, but I wouldn't do homework because I don't like homework and it's a lot, so.
7: Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I definitely would do the homework, uh, only because I can't, I can't stand the fact that, like, I would be doing stuff. I would be getting, uh, an advantage over everyone. Uh, it just isn't fair to me. Like, if I don't, if I don't do a homework, why well, do other people have, have to? Like, it doesn't make sense to me, so.
4: Yes, I agree, Like I would do my homework just because I would feel bad just seeing everyone complain about having to do their homework, and I'm just sitting here like, uh, I don't have to do homework, Like I would just feel really bad, and I would just rather suffer through it with everyone else, so
1: yeah. If we're being honest, um, <laughs> I don't want to do my homework, I don't like homework, and for these scholars here who want to do their homework, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to let my other people do it, and I'm going to pretend I did it. Oh my god. Cheyenne. <laughs> but
0: Cheyenne, if you don't do your homework, then would you be able to learn and go to a good college? Ooh.
1: Yeah. How? It's called studying. But do you study? Do you? Yeah. Do, you? do you? Yeah! Okay.
4: Alright, now that we've broken the ice. All right. Um, The first question that we are going to be asking you guys is what is your own definition of power and how have you come to that conclusion? Um, So what do you guys think power means?
7: Uh, So to me, uh, power is just uh, like almost the ability to exist without fear of Anyone judging you, of anyone hating you, of anyone hurting you. Uh, it's just kinda, power is being able to be who you are completely without a uh, second thought of what's gonna happen to you, you know, the very next day by people who <clears throat> you don't, like, you don't necessarily know. Um, and I say that because, like, there are people in, in, like, you know, there are public figures who have power. And um, they can do the most outrageous things with that power because they because they have impunity, like they won't they won't get punished for what they do uh, because you know they just have so much behind them. So that's my definition of power.
4: Um, for me, my definition of power is just like when you have so much authority that people can't really go against you. Uh, because when you are, like, the top dog, like, you are in charge of everyone else, you know? And peop- no matter what people say, it won't affect you because you have all the power and, you know, they're not going to do anything. Because, you know, you can do whatever you want. So that's
0: basically my definition of power. But you can't just do whatever you want, you know? Because you have to think about the people below you and how you could help them. And also to, like, not make yourself look, like, look any bad or, like, worse. So, like, they will, like... Take you down or something.
4: That's true. I feel like a lot of people who have power are corrupt, so they don't really think about other people. They think about themselves and how, like, what strategy are they gonna do for them to be in power forever? Like, they don't really think about sharing the power with everyone else. So, that's my opinion, especially with a lot of things going on in our society today, so.
1: Alright, okay. I agree with Angela, because uh, if you give power, like unlimited power to some person, you're gonna go corrupt either way, like no matter what happens, because if you get like an opportunity to be the top, it's not like bad be- that you want the best for yourself, but at the same time you're also putting others down, which kind of sucks for them, which people in power don't think about, uh, due to the fact that they're just worrying about themselves rather than everyone else. So, are there any
0: places within your life where you have power? Something that, some power that you like and like you enjoy doing every single day or like some moment in your life that you just think about right away when you think about power?
4: Okay, I guess I'll go. uh, A place where I feel like I have power is uh, mainly when I'm in the teen program, um, (laughs) Um, because we do a lot of projects where we are able to express our feelings and express our emotions and what we believe in, especially with the social justice campaign that we have out over there. We were able to... um, really promote what we believe should happen in our community and what should change. And I feel like that is, a, that is a way for me to, I feel like I have power because I can do whatever I want and I can use art as a way to express that.
6: I agree with Angela because at the place we work, Iba, um, we're also given opportunities to express ourselves and speak our minds without getting any backlash and yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I agree with Angelina
2: and Kayana, like, oh, (laughs) Angela, I'm sorry, it's okay. Okay, (laughs) I agree with Angela and Kayana just because, like, at our place, Eva, our organization, it's like a safe place where we can, like, say anything we want and we can have power because we're, like, we're
4: being opinionated and we can express our feelings. So now that we've talked about um, what makes us feel like we have power, is there any moments that you feel oppressed? like when you don't have any power?
6: I'd say when I'm at school, I feel yes. oppressed, mainly because, um, I'm gonna think of an example of, <laughs> usually, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, like um, when I have to ask to use the bathroom when it's a basic human need, so I shouldn't have to ask to use the bathroom. Or when the teachers feel like they're better than me just because they have a college degree. So they feel as if they need to be rude to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I agree because at our school, we get the red big passes that everyone uses after they go to the bathroom. And that that's really nasty. I'm just gonna say because there are so many germs on that bathroom pass that everyone has to touch and everyone has and, to carry at all times. they
4: put the bathroom passes on the bathroom floor when they're at the bathroom and it's just so nasty and they they yell at us they're like oh you're just making excuses like no we're grown adults we should be able to go to the bathroom whenever we want like this is ridiculous. And um for me another thing is also the dress code like I don't know, I just feel like it's really ridiculous, like, oh, you can't show your shoulders or whatever, like, really? There's nothing wrong with showing your shoulders, <laughs> in my
1: opinion, so yeah. Um, can we also talk about the boys' dress code compared to the girls? Why are we always targeted for dress code when these guys are sagging their pants all the way down to their knees, and just because I, wear, I like, show my shoulders, and they yell at me? Or like if I'm like an inch off of wearing my shorts, they're gonna come at me and be like, oh, your shorts are too short. But they say nothing about the guy next to me. And they send you
4: home if you don't like have a change of clothes. Like really, you're denying us education for not like, for not like, for having short shorts. Like really, that's just like not fair. Like we came here to learn, not to like be yelled at for what we're wearing, you know?
0: I totally agree because what's the point? of thinking about your clothes when all you do at school is learn like your clothes have nothing to do with your studies or academic purposes exactly Amanda? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: so question okay so how does power affect your way of living and does it affect it in a positive or negative manner why or why not
7: So earlier, you guys mentioned you felt like power in like these safe spaces where you could um, like speak your mind and like express yourselves through your art. Um, I feel the same way. Um, I I feel like I have power when I'm with my um, slam team, Um, coached by Caitlin. Shout out to Caitlin because they're awesome. Um, Yeah. So uh, power definitely. It improves the way I live because uh, with with power, I can kind of be myself without fear of anyone judging me, without fear of anyone targeting me or saying anything about me. Um, So I feel like with power, I am like my my truest self. Like I can express myself however I want. Um, And that's just, I mean, that's just uh, a more positive way to look at power. When you have power, um, you know, in moderation, you you can be honest with yourself. You can be honest with the way you live. You can be honest with the things that you say and things that you do. And I think that's the best part of a person when you can be honest with yourself. So I feel like with power, um, you can show your true self, which is uh, which does improve your way of living. So it it definitely has a positive effect on the way I live.
4: Does anyone else have Cheyenne? <laughs> okay,
1: so. Um, at the same time, power can affect you in a positive way. It can also affect me in a negative way, uh, especially, like, going off of school, like, um, teachers telling you what to do, and even if you don't, like, the bathroom passes, like, they have power, and, like, just because they have power over you, they get to do something to you, like, oh, okay, wait, they can take away your phone, <laughs> let's say that. So, even if it's, okay, never mind, that's doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, they take away
4: your phone, and they like, they force you to give it to them, and it's your personal belonging. You're the one who bought that phone, and they're saying, "Take it away, or I'll send you home." Like, I feel like that's, I don't know, like that is a negative effect of power, in my opinion, because. Why are you taking away my personal belonging? First of all, you're rude to me. You're forcing me to give it to you. And like I don't want to give it to you. Like I have a reason to not give it to you, and it's my right. It's my personal belonging. And I feel like, because in school, they feel like, oh, you're under my roof, so you're, you have to follow my rules. But it's like, no, I don't. <laughs> Freedom of speech, you know. <laughs> America. Oh, oops. Okay. Um, uh, so I guess, does anyone else have anything to say? No? Okay. Um, so I guess we can move on to the next question. Uh, what is, what is the role of power and how do you see power in society and how have they affected you? What is
5: I think the role of power, um, I think one role of power is, um, Politics. I think yeah. that a lot of politicians have a lot of power that they misuse. Um, I see power in society as evil, really. I feel like anybody who's blessed with power is not really going to do the right thing with it, because eventually it's going to get to you.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: But, um, and how has it affected me? Basically, I mean, Donald Trump is president. I feel like that's an upset. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's pretty serious.
4: Yeah, I feel like all of us were really surprised when he won.
5: Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah.
1: Does anyone else have? So, um, another role of power, besides the politicians, are businessmen who essentially run like the politicians by bribing them and giving them monies and ways to support, to keep them in power while keeping others, like minorities, minority groups to like stay under the power and like be oppressed by them in like this huge chain while they're on the top but we still continue to live on the bottom like there are rules like recently in sociology uh i read this book called the dream crow laws or something and it explains the drugs on drug on wars and it's basically how like policemen are able to um so i read the one about the it's a. It's called kissing frogs. Actually, the section is called kissing frogs, and it's about how like uh, policemen are able to pull you over if um, as something as basic as if you're nervous, and even as, like if you're calm, or if you're like wearing expensive jewelry, or if you're like have you have cash. They'll they'll label you as like a drug dealer, and they are they are like taking like basic traffic laws to to be able to pull over anyone, to stop anyone, to arrest people and put them in um, prison even if they are innocent. And they are taught like to be discriminate disc- discriminatory. Discriminatory <laughs> towards others and like put them in jail even though they're innocent and like that really reflects how like um like the Black Lives Matter movement and like it reflects our system and how corrupt it is and like how the role of power really affects everyone.
4: <laughs> question five question five okay
0: so do you guys know what equality and equity is i
7: don't you don't um, so like equality would be like treating everybody um the same way uh, regardless of um any like historical backgrounds or or um, external factors whereas equity is uh, treating people in a way that would like kind of level it out, kind of put them on uh, a more like equal stance. Um, you are taking into consideration any uh, historical uh, influences or external influences. Um, so, like for example, if you think of um, uh, what is it called in uh, for colleges, uh, affirmative action. So it's like you like, ra- like race is put into the question because. Um, obviously, there are people uh, like of, uh, people of color and uh, minorities who need to be taken into consideration um, when it comes to like you know uh, co- like college admissions. Um, and like yeah, even though it's like not like equal, like it's across the board. It it takes into account um, the fact that a lot of people of color and minority groups didn't have the opportunities that um, you know white people did, um, like living in this country for uh, the. the or in this, in this uh, time period uh, because, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that um, like African-Americans, um, Asians, they were all discriminated against. Um, I mean, we still face discrimination these days, so it's definitely uh, a factor that they have to consider in order to make the playing, the, uh, the playing field a lot more equal for everyone.
0: So do you think the society should have more of a equity base or equality base? Mm-hmm
4: since you guys
1: already know the definition okay so essentially we want an equity based society where everyone is leveled up and equal um, and that's because we have race which is a construct like an, it's, it's like an idea um, based from the white people or the higher ups who, are, <laughs> who, who basically want to use race as a way to put us down, us minorities group down and like since like some races have many disadvantages compared to others, and some have advantages compared to others, we need to have a uh, equity society because if we're all leveled together, we can progress as a society and live like a better life rather than an equality life where you get this and you get this, and everyone gets the same thing, even though some people need more help uh, than others.
0: Can you think of moments when you? had equity or equality like in school or other
1: places mm-hmm.
0: in your life? I think in
1: school we have like an equality system uh, because everyone learns in different ways and we are taught in one specific way that can only help a certain amount of people and we don't have enough resources to reach to all types of people who learn differently
0: unless you go after school and ask for help.
4: Okay, but who's gonna do that? Thanks, you, <laughs> right? What do you think? Since you're the one who asked the question.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I think, yeah, like Shayne said, there should be equity because everyone's different and like, no one's the same, so like, why would you need the same like, techniques to help people? They should have different opportunities to like look at things in life and like see what they can do. And, like, yeah, in school, there's equality, but we should have equity. Like, instead of putting the same grades together, maybe we should, like, put the same type of people with the same learning techniques. Mm-hmm. Because what's the point of grace when, like, they're not gonna, like, absorb anything that the teacher says? Because that's just not helping. And, like, there's some people that, like, got kicked back, and, like, they got discriminated, and some of them are. And, like, that's just not helping their situation. Because that's just like making them think like, oh, I'm so dumb because like I got dragged down, and like that's just not helping their self-esteem or like their way of thinking anymore.
4: I agree. Um, for me, I also believe in an equity-based society. Uh, for me, like an example would be media. In the media right now, there's um, mainly it's dominantly white. Like you know, you see Oscars, Emmys. Um, all the music awards and all of the tv shows that you see and all the movies most of them are white male actors or you know and also um, so i feel like we should have equal opportunities for all races and because i feel like you know if we have equal opportunities for all races we can show everyone what our real culture is like because having a media which is like dominantly white because of that we have a lot of stereotypes because you know they're the ones who are controlling the media they're the ones who are telling their side of the story while we minorities aren't given the chance to really speak our voice and tell our side of the story so the, so when you know when people when you see news you know they'll believe that one side of the story and then the other side is just not going to be heard especially in the history books too like us
0: minorities too you know it's all like those important captains and like the people that survived the war were in something like even though they were in the battlefield, that just doesn't make sense because they didn't because they weren't there themselves to experience them. They just like give up orders like go do this. If you die, oh, okay, we just like add another army to do it for you, even if you die.
1: They just don't care about others. Yeah. Um, going back to what Angela said about stereotypes and how the media projects minorities with stereotypes, like. That's why I get um, people coming to me and be like, "Hey, you're good at math because you're Asian. Want to help me? What's up, Ling Ling? <laughs> Things like that." And like I have like experienced like these uh, prejudices and like stereotypes against me. Um, does anyone else like experience this or like have like a certain type of feel towards some stereotypes portrayed in the media? Um.
2: Okay. Um. Basically, like people, like my skin color. Okay. People, like black people. Um. They're basically portrayed as dangerous people. People who are in gangs. People who are like aggressive. And like, it's really bad that society has this power, this negative power that impacts a whole bunch of people.
4: I agree. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> okay, so uh, thank you for joining our discussion today, and thank you for our lovely audience. Uh, you've been great. Uh, today, hmm? Q&A. Does anyone have any questions from the audience that would like to ask us? Please raise your hand. Wendy! Wendy! <laughs> How can us
0: as teens um, disrupt from like these type of... like? Stereotypes. <laughs> Say your question again. How can us as teens disrupt from these type of stereotypes?
4: Um, I feel like basically for us, we should really um, take advantage of so- social media and express our feelings and really get together and you know, and fight for a cause that we believe in and really change the way that society is now.
2: Um, adding what to Angela said. Okay, okay. Um, we can like do. Move- okay. Um, we can lead movements. We can do protests like what we're already doing, which will change and which will like people will see. Oh, okay. We can like do protests. Um, like what you said, we can like go out on social media and do a whole bunch of things that will change
0: and will have a great outcome in helping people of color. And you know what they say, change yourself before you change society. So look at yourself first and change something, and then change society, you know? Because what's the point of changing society when you don't change yourself? That's not just helping your case or helping anyone that follows you.
3: She stole that from Michael Jackson.
0: No, I didn't. I never listened to Michael Jackson. What?
3: Excuse me? (laughs) Disrespectful.
1: Okay, I have something to say too. Um, for everyone, get out there and get to know people, rather than staying in your tiny little groups who are the same as you, who can relate as you. And even though it may bring discomfort, just like try to start a conversation with anybody. Like, I'm kind of loud, but then I'm also quiet on the inside. And I'm I'm also one of these type of people who who like like to stick to my group, like my little Asian squad. Like. <laughs> Uh, we're we're obviously going to relate but like it's better to get out there and like get some Oh, <laughs> okay like get out there and get to know someone because maybe they didn't even seem like an asian person before we like all Asians are chinese but we're not like there's different type of asians out there like and like there's so many like prejudices and stereotypes made from the media that are portrayed on everyone and like we don't know about the others because we're not out there. We're all stuck together in like our own separate groups and we're, we're just like gonna stay the same until we make a change ourselves and to impact someone else's way of thinking. Yes. What is your name?
6: You. Chang. I agree with what you, Chang said um, to be the change you wanna see in the world because you have to start changing yourself before you can change everything else. Um, and also, I forgot my chain of thought. Um, <laughs> You've got the... I was...
5: What? So does
3: anybody else have any more questions? Oh.
7: Hi, everybody. So I understand you're all high school students. I'm wondering if any of you participated in the BPS walkout, why or why not? How do you feel about missing
3: class time
5: to make your voice heard? Well, I myself personally, I was gonna do it, but like the reason why they were doing the BPS walkout was kind of. Um, no, 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 not the that one. one. They did, that's not
4: the most recent one. The
5: most recent one was for the, yeah, the Trump mom. Basically, because Donald Trump was president, and I really feel like that wasn't really doing anything. Like everybody's just gonna go downtown and start problems for no reason, just because Trump's president that didn't make any sense.
6: I don't feel as if it wasn't really doing anything because we had until December 12th until Trump became like officially president so you could have changed something until December 12th. And not everyone went there to cause problems in downtown. There were kids that were protesting. A majority of them were starting problems, but not all of them. And a lot of people were saying, why, I mean, why fight if there's going to be no difference? Which kind of ties into my answer before that I forgot. It was believe in yourself, although it sounds corny, because people are like, oh, I can't make a difference. I'm just one person. But you can make a difference. Believe in yourself. Ike. Anyone
2: else?
0: So, when was the workout? I mean, walkout? One? No, like, what time? was It's a one, right? Yeah. So my school like goes out like almost that time, so there was no point in walking out of school when school already ended. And like I was already going
1: home, so <laughs> um I'm sorry I wanna go against you. I don't think it was really necessary to skip school to protest. Like we could have arranged a time where it was convenient for all, like the weekends, we don't have school and like we need education this is why like everyone's uneducated makes like prejudice and stereotypes and like so many nasty thoughts because they are uneducated and also i not this this walkout was like the best walkout i really liked and enjoyed was the bps walkout for budget cuts that was a really good walkout where everyone came together and fought for what they um wanted and marty walsh was like oh you guys are just walking out to skip school, and why are you skipping school? But the reason why we're skipping school is because you're cutting our school budget and cutting our education. How can we get an education when you're cutting it out?
3: True. Any more <laughs> questions? True. Well, uh, Calvin has a question. Calvin. Uh, you guys were talking about school, and I was thinking. Uh, wait. Or, oh. Okay. Um, do you guys about school. Oh.
1: Thank what? you, Calvin. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so basically, you, you guys are talking but... about school. So like, how do you like how do you feel about like the education and the way teachers teach? That's my question.
1: Thanks, Jamil. Uh, basically, his question is about like how does he feel about schools, education? The education
4: system
7: now, basically, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that depends on the class. Uh, I feel like in high school, you have a very structured curriculum, and you're, you're, lear- you're taught based on you know, the standards that the state has set for you. Um, so I hate that it's so rigid, um, because you don't really, you you get like, you get education that the state picks out for you and you really don't get to explore um, anything you want to explore at a younger age. I mean, in college, you have a lot more freedom to choose your courses, and there are a lot more, there's a more diverse uh, amount of courses. But um, in, in high school, where you kind of get that foundation, and it sucks that you can't really branch out from the traditional things you learn, like, you know, Like math and then um, science and then like like all all the books are from like the same like same kind of authors like you know they're usually male usually white usually dead Um, and it's it's you don't really get a well-rounded education I mean you get something from every single subject field but you don't really get um, any diversity within there which I think is unfortunate Um, but there are like some of my teachers um, are. They, the way they teach, I, I definitely appreciate because they do try to incorporate more um, important aspects, or at least um, aspects that are more important to me. Um, like I know, like in my English class, we follow like last year, we followed a very like strict um, curriculum, but she did try to uh, highlight some of the um, people of color um, in history and like the women too. Um, and it was we should like even though we did have to learn about you know the males and the, the, the male dragonauts, the big people you see in history. Um, we did see a, a other perspectives of history too, which I definitely appreciated. Um, same with my my lit class. Um, like they're trying they're trying to push more works from um, from Asians and more works from Black authors. Um, I know they they were talking about uh, including including a narrative from one, uh, a Black author. I forgot who. And that just goes to show how little I know about black authors and how much I know about, like, you know, white people. So, because that's, that's what we learn. Um, and I wish that we had more diversity in our curriculum, but that's not the case. So I think that's something that we definitely should look to, towards to changing.
1: Okay, I have one last question. So, in our constitution, there is nothing about education um how does this make you feel because in a certain certain situations, uh people who so like decisions are made about school are made by the state and uh they can easily deny you education because it's not in the constitution how does this make you feel
7: bad
2: (laughs) i mean that just
5: doesn't seem like something that they would do though anybody like I can't see anybody being like, "Oh, you guys can't learn anymore." So I mean, it doesn't really make me feel any type of way.
0: You know how the government say like, "Oh, it's this voice again?" <laughs> huh? um, you know how the, like the government say that, oh. I'm sorry but we can't think about those stuff now because there are small problems and we have other big problems to focus on so it's like education a small problem because everyone is doing it everyone has to be learning
1: or else what is our role in society anymore okay like back to what dj said like how it doesn't affect you but it may affect like others like what if there were public schools being shut down and more private schools being open and they can't, like, people who can't afford to go to the private schools. Um, what about, oh my god, what was gonna say? <laughs> okay, so, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, people may not have, like, enough resources, and, like, public schools are being shut down, a lot of them, especially because they're, quote unquote, bad. And, um, private schools are more, like, open because it, like, allows profit, and, like, you know, people want money. Uh, so how do we feel about having more
4: private schools? I don't know. I don't know. Never mind. Okay. Have a good night, guys. What? Wait, what? I think
1: we're just, okay, we're, we're gonna
4: be done. Oh, okay. Well, are we done? Okay. Um, so, yeah. Na- yeah, I know. Uh, so now we just wanted to thank you guys all for, um, staying here and listening.
0: Thank you for listening to our bonus episode in season two of Castle Speaks. We would like to give a special shout out to our panelists from Away and Eba Amanda, Jennifer, keana and, and DJ. Jay. Thank you for listening and tune in to season three of Castle Speaks.